Hi, my name is John Radke, and welcome to the Packers Blitz podcast, a podcast done by two diehard fans, four diehard Packer fans, or you're a Packers fan. Uh, my name is John. Uh, this is my f- good friend, Andy, another diehard Packer fan, like I uh, said. So you want to introduce yourself, Andy? Sure. Yep, Andy. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going Nice great. to be talking to you. Nice to be and, talking uh, to you. And welcome, everybody. Yes, welcome, everybody. So we're going to start off first and tell us a little bit about myself, and then my good buddy, Andy, uh, will tell him about himself. So again, this is the first <laughs> uh, episode of our Packers Blitz podcast. So you know, there's going to be a little bit of learning curve. Just bear with us. Trust us. You'll love us. We've been Packer fans since we've been little kids, so it's going to be great. So let me start out by saying I've been a Packer fan, and I love the Packers since I've been nine years old, okay? Now, Andy will talk about this too. We survived the worst of the worst. You think it's bad now. If you really think it's bad now, you're wrong because the 80s, an entire decade into early 90s before we got Favre, was horrible. I mean, it was so bad, you just couldn't watch it. And again, you think it's bad now. This was a million times worse. So really, when we were talking about doing this podcast, we really wanted to talk to people who kind of lived through that because our kids really have not and. uh Andy and I have uh, uh, kids that have not really seen losing eh, a little couple seasons here and there. I think Andy told me at one time, I think we've had five losing seasons since 92 for what is that, Andy? Do you remember? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, now, well, ho- hopefully not now, <laughs> but uh, four, four losing seasons, hopefully not a fifth. So that would be the fifth in 30 years, the yeah. last 30 years. But we yeah. are hoping that things are going to turn around pretty quick. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about that because uh, in this podcast, we'll be doing uh, a little game review. Yes, we will do Detroit game review. Uh, and then we're going to little, talk a little bit about some other topics as well as uh, preview our next game against the Cowboys. What about them Cowboys? Uh-huh. Go Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Oh, there we go. How about them Cowboys? Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, is this Packers Blitz, John? Because uh, we're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. We'll, yeah. we'll get yeah, well, we'll get to that later, right? Uh, not too much. But uh, so anyway, like I was saying, I've been watching since I've been nine years old. Worst decade was the 80s. If you're like, oh, come on, you guys are over-exaggerating like old guys do. Go on YouTube and watch the lowlights. <laughs> now, we did have Lynn Dickey. Yes, there was a quarterback at one time called Lynn Dickey. He wasn't too bad, actually. Uh, maybe down the line, we'll share some stats. Not a bad quarterback. Couldn't run to save his life. Was a statue. Uh, you know, he just got hit a lot. But <laughs> anyway, uh, that was really our big thing. You know, just surviving that. I think... If you're listening to this podcast and you go, oh, man, I remember the 80s, we all deserve a medal. <laughs> we all deserve <laughs> some type of something, a plaque, a medal. And he's like, I was through the worst. So 
that's a little bit about me. Now I'm going to turn it over to my good buddy, Andy, and he'll kind of talk about why he loves Packers football, kind of give you a little background about him. Thanks, buddy. I started to lose my train of thought after you started talking about Lynn Dickey. Uh, you uh, kind of threw me for a loop there. I actually, uh, this is a story for later, but I actually met Lynn Dickey at a celebrity golf outing in, um, I believe it was Merton, uh, Wisconsin. So yeah, really, really nice guy. Not, not all the uh, former um, NFL greats were as nice, but uh, Lynn Dickey was uh, top notch. He was a really nice, nice guy. Nice. Um, was hobbling around a little bit, and uh, that's uh, also another he, topic he of discussion that we couldn't protect him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we couldn't protect him. Mm -hmm. I wish we had an offensive line for him. He had two <laughs> really great uh, wide receivers for a little while, uh, John Jefferson and James Lofton. But mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was probably one of the, one of the better quarterbacks that we've had or mm -hmm. you know well in um, the 80s back in the Let's 80s yeah preface that by yeah. saying the 80s okay yeah right exactly well so hey everybody uh, welcome to our podcast packers blitz i just love that name packers blitz um, yes um i'm andy again and uh, very excited to be talking with all of you about uh, pro football and the pack with my good buddy john uh, so uh, thank you all for listening um, so I, I love the Packers as well. Um, I love listening and, and watching the NFL. Uh, I got introduced to the game by watching in particular the green and gold with my dad uh, during the mid 70s to uh, early 1990s. 90s were a little bit better <laughs> than the than the 70s and the 80s Absolutely. when I watched it with my dad. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, my father loved to talk about all the nostalgic Packer greats and glory years of the 1960s with, you know, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, Ray Nitschke, I'd hear stories and stories, stories. Uh, Paul Horning, Herb Adderley. Uh, yes, I actually know who Herb Adderley uh, was. He was a safety for the, you know, the, the Packers teams of mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, I think it was the mid to late uh, 60s. So anyway, he's a great, great safety Hall of Famer. And uh, so my dad would talk about all the Packer greats. I thought list goes on and on and on. Um, but um, however, for me, um, you know, uh, it was all about uh, watching successful teams of the mid 70s and early uh, 1980s, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys, and the Oakland Raiders, they're on the TV all the time. The Packers didn't get a lot of primetime yeah. games. That's and true. those three teams did. So I That's watched true. a lot of football. And um, so I know it's probably hard for John to hear about those three teams and have me mentioning them. But that was probably the main reason um, that uh, I love football so much is just watching those great, great teams of uh, that time era. So uh, I love the Packers because, uh, you know, I always rooted for the underdog <laughs> and uh, wanted this sure. team to win and uh, do what those great teams that I mentioned before had done mm -hmm. uh, to become Super Bowl champions. And I want the Packers to reclaim that uh, and regain that glory of, of winning another championship for the first time since. 2010 2010 
Yes. Yep. If I can interrupt you for a second, sure. just really quick, Andy. One of the things I forgot to say about loving the Packers is you kind of it's like Cub fans, right? Or Yankee fans, like do or die, you know, win or lose. It's just, they're a part of you. You grew up, you remember things like you saying, seeing it with your dad, you know, um, for me, it was like. Uh, Brewer fans, Brewer fans. Brewer fans. You don't have okay, a single championship. 19, 1982 Brewers, 1982 Brewers. Well, that was uh, 40, 40 years ago. 40 so. years ago, yeah. Yep. And, you know, and I grew up watching them and they were awesome and yeah. made it to the World Series, yeah. but unfortunately lost. Lost, so. yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing, as you know, with Packer fans, we've been spoiled. Wouldn't you agree, Andy? We've been spoiled lately. <laughs> Two Hall of oh, yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two of them. Yeah. yeah. And the only, other, yeah. the only other franchise to really have that is the 49ers. You know, when you think about it, now the Steelers, Bradshaw and Big Ben, yeah, they're going to be Hall of Famers. But I mean, really, Favre and Rodgers, if you put them as, I don't know, talking about quarterbacks, they're probably going to be brought up the most. Like Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Okay. Next to Dan Marino and Brett Favre is the most kind of diehard guy that just was football all the time, 24 um, seven. And, and it was just really, really nice. Uh, hey, hey John, that. can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you didn't mention the goat. <sighs> you didn't mention I'm the goat. Okay. We won't. His not, not on this podcast, right? Not, so we not on Packers talking. blitz. So when you get to know when you get to notice, uh, I don't like Tom Brady. Don't like is an understatement, and we'll talk about him later. And later on, when we get a little more feel of this podcast, we put some more out. Hey, convince me otherwise. I, I can't. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let Andy talk a little bit more because if I get on Tom Brady, we'll be here for the next three hours, and Andy will like, okay, that <laughs> that wasn't a good podcast. So go ahead, Andy, kind of uh, talk about a little bit more about why you love the pack. Well, again, I want the Packers to win another championship. I want them to win uh, for their fans all over the world yeah. uh, because we do have fans all over the world. We do. And for the, and for the great state of Wisconsin, yeah, for great state of Wisconsin. Um, I want the Packers to accomplish one thing, and that is to win the Super Bowl. And, and really that's it. Um, and so yeah. Um, this is kind of, you know, going to be our process, John, of trying to find, you know, mm -hmm. figure out how we can, uh, you know, talk with the fans and uh, and and talk about how we can we can all work together to make this happen. I know we are not on the on yeah. the field, but we do do have a you know a lot to do with their success. And so, um, yeah. So so John and I love the Packers. Uh, we love talking about this team. And uh, we want the pa Packer fans to believe, as we do, that another yeah. Super Bowl victory is yep. right around the corner. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, just one other thing, too. I am an NFL owner. I don't mean to brag, but I am. So there you go. Um, and I am not. And yet. he is not because he's the smart one. No. Uh, 
Yeah, there there is a reason for that. There, there's a reason. Um, so let's before we go on to talk about the uh, Detroit game. Yes, we're going to talk about the Detroit game. Uh, Andy wants to bring up someone who was in the '70s and '80s that was one of the greatest punters and taking from Rich Eisen, so he doesn't sue me. Punters are people too. Uh, one of the greatest punters you probably don't know of unless you're from the 80s or a big Raider fan or a big football fan. So his name was Ray Guy. Um, and Andy has some really cool information about him that he'd like to share with you guys. I would as soon as I find it. <laughs> as soon as he finds it. See, this I'm is the first, going to first find episode, it right now. so we're okay. We'll, you know, come on, give right. us a look. Yeah, first episode. Yeah, just uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the passing of the great, uh, great, great Ray Guy. Um, probably the best punter that ever lived. Um, so, and I'm not sure if, you know, uh, most of you know about him, but uh, he played for the Oakland Raiders uh, from 1973 to 1986 for 14 years. And unfortunately passed, uh, passed away uh, last Thursday at the all too young age of uh, 72 years. Um, so he was the first punter that uh, made the NFL Hall of Fame in 2014. Uh, yes, 2014, it took a while for him to get inducted. Yeah. Um, I don't believe the NFL um, thinks too much about punters but he was the first one no, uh, that was inducted um he was the first punter ever drafted in the first round um, now, stop he was right there. Stop, by on, al stop davis first, yeah, first round wow yep that's insane if you if the packers drafted a punter in the first round people would burn down lambo right we would lose our minds so uh, go on i'm just I, i'm fascinated with that I'm, drafted a punter in the first round. but in but in the end well well worth it he was yep. a three three time uh super bowl champion a seven time pro bowler uh interesting fact he uh had 619 punts without ever having one blocked so <laughs> that's pretty that's good insane. yeah oh. so um he so he basically revolution revolutionized the uh position of of punter and uh, he had a great ability to kick very high. Uh, one of his punts actually hit the Superdome scoreboard that was 90 feet up. Wow, that's 90 amazing. feet, right. That is amazing. So uh, he had a great ability to pin uh, the opponents deep, uh, ability to angle and position punts. A lot of the punters of that time that would just basically kick the ball, but Ray Guy actually did a lot of the things that you see the punters doing. He, he, he started it. And so he was a real weapon for uh, the Oakland Raiders and for uh, their championship teams, because uh, it, it was all about field position and he was able to do things that um, other pun punters just weren't able to do. So, um, so rest in peace, uh, Ray guy. And we'll get back to some talk Packers talk and that yeah, Oakland Raiders talk, but yeah, I, but he's, he's amazing. He's, He's just, he's one of those players that when you watched him and you can, you guys could, you know, get on YouTube or watch a video and just, just to watch Ray Guy and watch his punting. It's amazing. Some of the things that he could do. Uh, he's a lot like, you know, like a Lawrence Taylor, uh, a Jerry Rice, like uh, mm -hmm. players that are like Absolutely. one of the best players, Barry Sanders that you had mentioned him earlier. I mean, he was just amazing what he could do 
um, just to make people miss. And he looked, uh, made the Packers look, you know, Packers defenders look foolish. I don't know how many different times. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, just an amazing player. And yep. I thought I just mentioned it that, um, you know, unfortunately yeah. he passed away last week. Yeah. Well, thanks, Andy. Yeah, because we're all about football, too. We're about mad respect for other players, right? Uh, because if you're a football fan, you may not like Mike Ditka, you know, but mad respect. He was a hell of a tight end, pretty good coach. I miss his little quips and stuff he did. Um, like I said, Tom Brady, I would never acknowledge him as the GOAT, but that's another podcast episode. Uh, so let's move to the game. Um, I'm going to start out. Andy has some interesting stats he'll share with us. Low strats, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> so, but let me start out. So if you listen to the press conference, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to make it clear forever and ever, I am an Aaron Rodgers fan. I am his apologist. I'm his media guy. Uh, he's welcome to come to the show anytime he wants. So if he hears this and says he wants to join us, done. You are on, no problem. But he said something interesting. He said, and I quote, I had a shitty game. <laughs> and now that is true. He did. Andy and I were watching the game and it was like, what is going on? Like, are we back to a time? What did we back get into the DeLorean, like back to the future and freaking go back to like 85 or something? I mean, we played and Andy will. Uh, expound on this we played one of the worst defenses okay one of the worst defenses in the league and we look like we didn't have a plan right some of Aaron Rodgers throws were questionable <laughs> I'll be nice about it because again I'm an Aaron Rodgers apologist but here's the biggest thing I took away from it one, why are we throwing to David Bakhtiari? I mean, like, is David Bakhtiari going to, like, die tomorrow or something like that? Like, we have Aaron Jones. We have, you know, all these other players that can catch that football million times better than a lineman, and we're getting cute, and we're doing that. So uh, not to mention he has two bad knees and one bad knee and whatever the hell he has. Um, it, it was just humiliating i kept saying that to andy like this is humiliating i mean it's one thing if a good team comes in and kicks your butt like hey they're just a better team but when this team with one win with a terrible defense and we scored nine points that's concerning and it really it, it really made me feel like this season is over which we'll get to that here in a little bit, uh, kind of a, a topic we'll debate. But Andy, I want you to, could you please just share some stats from the game that show you how incompetent we were and how bad we were uh, in this game? Sure, I can, I can do that. Right. Um, yeah, so my my thoughts on, uh, yeah, good thoughts. I like to use the word debacle. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I don't think uh, many debacle. fans watching that would, uh, you know, geez, Packers fans just had to be 
so many emotions were going on. So yeah. I don't really know where to begin because I could probably list off. Yeah. I don't know how many things, but um, um, but to be transparent as a diehard Packers fan, I you know I really don't want to talk about the game, but I guess uh, it's a good opportunity to get some things off, off my chest. chest. Yes, it's like yep. therapy, Packer fans. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, well, my first observation was that the Packers run game was uh, non-existent all day. And Aaron uh, freaking <laughs> Rodgers was the leading uh, rusher on the uh, day with a total of 40 yards. Yeah, he was the leading rusher. A.J. Dillon uh, was uh, had 11 attempts for 34 yards. Aaron Jones was nine attempts for 25 yards. And that was partially because uh, he had gotten injured during the game. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, it seems like he dodged a bullet and he's fine, but um, we'll know more in the next few days. But according to what I've seen lately, and uh, Packer fans have probably seen if they saw it mm -hmm. pop up on their phones, right. uh, hopefully we'll be all right. But we'll talk a little bit about that later when we're trying to talk about uh, the upcoming game with the Cowboys. So, right. Um, but if all you guys were paying attention, um, you know, that's, that's less than three yards a carry. Um, so between, um, you know, AJ Dillon and Aaron Rodgers and, and, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't even be listed, and uh, Aaron Jones, they were averaging less than three yards of carry. And remember, uh, according to what John had talked about before, the Lions run D is actually ranked in the bottom three in the NFL. I don't think they're the worst, uh, but they're close to it. So they're in the bottom of three. Uh, so not good. <laughs> so you would have thought we would have been able to exploit that a little bit. And unfortunately, we were not. Um, so my second takeaway is, uh, you know, how could the Packers only score nine points um, against the defense that ranks dead last in points allowed uh, at about 30 points per game? And so um, they're dead last. They're giving up that many points and we were not able to put up many. So uh, so uh, the simple reason for that was that. Uh, we were able to score in the red zone, make plays when we had to, and of course, turn the ball over three times. Those were three interceptions by Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, which he usually does not do a whole lot of. No. Um, so because I don't want to bore you guys anymore with, you know, the double digit oh, yeah, yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. why the Packers lost the game. My third and last takeaway from the loss was that the Packers defense could not stop, stop the run again. I uh, gave up uh, 31 attempts, 127 yards. That's 4.1 yards per carry. The Packers run D allowed the Lions to move the ball just enough to make a few plays in the red zone. Uh, give Jared Goff credit where credit is due. He didn't throw an interception in the red zone and threw two, TD, uh, two, two TDs to pass catchers that may never catch another one. Uh, in fact, Detroit Lions tight end Shane Zilstra, I believe, uh, caught Very his first enough. pass of the season, which just happened to be a touchdown and against yeah. us. So congratulations yeah. to you, Shane. Yeah. So I'm just going to put this to bed right, right now because you, everyone's kind of looked at it and said, it's humiliating. 
you know, we just got to move on here and try to figure this out. So unless you wanted to add anything more, Andy, um, I really no, don't that was it. I could I could have added some more. I mean, there weren't yeah, a whole lot of. Yeah. We were trying to stay positive about it, but there weren't yeah, a whole yeah. lot of we'll, positives to it. <laughs> we'll we'll, so we'll definitely was, definitely do that. Um, so, our topic, really quick, um, is is the season over? Now, if you're uh, looking at if you're a fan of Little Wayne, uh, he says it's over. Uh, he's a Packer <laughs> fan, by the way. So if you are a fan of Little Wayne, season's over. We should have traded Rodgers last year. Uh, he's a huge Packer fan, by the way. Um, so my problem is it's lots of Packers gold, a lot of bling with yeah, little, bling. little Wayne. Yes, little Wayne. Uh, maybe we'll have him as a guest sometime. He definitely come on. Uh, yeah, join my, us, Little Wayne. <laughs> my biggest thing is that he. Uh, is probably right. Uh, I'm saying 80% chance that they're done. However, if you haven't noticed football fans, um, other than your Packers, there's a lot of bad football out there. The Rams are bad. The Buccaneers are bad. The Saints are playing tonight. I'm guessing they'll be beat by the Ravens. And on and on and on. Atlanta's bad. Uh, so, Yes, there's a chance we can maybe slip in in the seventh seed. Uh, who knows how far we'd go. But just my opinion right now is I'd say 80% if I had to put something number on it and say it's over. Andy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up a percentage. Um, yeah, I was thinking a lot about that this afternoon, especially, and um, trying to, you know, stay positive about things but um yeah after that uh that loss it's, it was really really tough so I, I would say the Packers odds of making the playoffs at the moment are not good uh but there still is a remote chance that yes. the Packers can can make it and so until mathematically eliminated yeah. uh, I would say there is a glimmer of hope and um I believe those chances just myself, um, I'm saying in the five to ten percent range. Uh, oh wow! And if I was a betting that's man, I would of course not take that bet. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's really, it's really hard to come to grips with that. Um, huh. That the, the the Packers won't be making the playoffs, and then they may not be having a winning record. So, yeah. um, so there's a slight possibility. Um, but even a few weeks ago when the, uh, the Rams were three and four and they said they had a 23% chance <laughs> of making the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's gotta be less than that. So well, now that we're okay. three and six, unfortunately, and we lost yeah. five in a row. So I'd say we're in the five to 10% range. So, yeah. um, so, and, and we had talked about, um, you know, that this would be the, maybe the fifth time in the last 30 years, and not a lot of um, NFL teams can boast of having a winning winning record no, 25 no, out of 30 years. And that I will say that is amazing. So um, so on a positive note, also yes. the the uh, the parents, here, the, the Packers still have its two errands. Uh, again, Aaron, Aaron Jones uh, went down with an ankle injury. And like yeah. I said before, 
Um, the test supposedly came back negative. I'm not a doctor, Hallelujah. but that's what I kind of heard through the grapevine. Um, so hopefully he'll be back at practice this week. Uh, we really need him against Dallas. Um, then Aaron Rodgers uh, may have oh, tossed boy. three interceptions for the first time since 2017. Wow. Um, yeah, first time. He's tossed, a, tossed three since 2017, but he's still an MVP caliber quarterback. Yes, absolutely. And uh, John can attest to that because absolutely. John uh, loves Aaron Rodgers I probably even Aaron more Rogers. than I do. So love Aaron um, and I and I love Aaron Rodgers as well. I, I you know I just prefer Brett Favre, which is a whole topic of discussion for we another will day. We'll talk about Brett um, Favre later. Let me tell you. Okay, um, so so hopefully we can get back on track against a tough Dallas defense with the two errands next next week. This coming next week, week at three o'clock. Uh, yeah, three twenty-five. I think start time. Game and, of the week, I'm sure. Uh, but. Dallas's defense is what top five, top three. You got that in front of you? Oh yeah, I got some. Yeah, I got some stats listed there john that you can rattle off if you want to but yeah it's um yeah. it's good it's really good yeah and, they're good uh, yeah. um mike mccarthy will uh, probably want to stick it to us for firing him before the end of the season which was a dumb move i felt should have let him finish the season be a man take your lumps uh, and really move on with that so we're coming to the end of this first podcast and we could talk probably three or four hours <laughs> and nobody would listen. They'd cut us off after an hour. But anyway, one of the things I just want to say to Packer fans is, like I said, this is our first podcast, kind of ran through some things a little quickly, but we just kind of want to give you a taste of how we're going to talk about the Packers, how we're going to really, we love our Packers and we are not going to apologize for that but just know that hey moving forward we can really make this team a better team and really have some fun because we want to end it here in a positive note so my positive note is hey you know we there are packers right there are teams not a lot of people could say that and we've been very very lucky to have great winning seasons and next year, which will be an upcoming podcast, is going to be different. There's going to be a lot of people gone from this team, and we really don't know. So let's just enjoy what we can now. Hopefully, they'll turn it around. If not, they're our team. We love them. Do or die. And that's what I have to say. So, Andy, you want to just finish up here and kind of talk a little bit about what you see the, uh, the future so bright we need shades kind of thing. <laughs> yep let's not forget uh that all of us uh, packer fans have been very fortunate the last 30 years uh the football gods have been smiling down on this team for a long time long time and uh we need to support our team and move forward in the next few weeks 